Hello, my name's Florence. Welcome to the OBSPod. I'm an NHS obstetrician, hoping to share some thoughts and experiences about my working life. Perhaps you enjoy Call the Midwife, maybe birth fascinates you, or you're simply curious about what exactly an obstetrician is. You might be pregnant and preparing for birth. Perhaps you work in maternity and want to know what makes your obstetric colleagues tick, or you want some fresh ideas and inspiration. Whichever of these is the case, and for that matter, anyone else that's interested, the OBSPOD is for you. Episode 100. The 100th episode. Here we are. My 100th episode. Something I don't think I ever entertained reaching when I started my podcast just over two years ago. I've been thinking and perhaps overthinking how to celebrate. Some of you will know I put out an Ask the Audience episode to get some feedback. And I put out some questions on social media. Maybe I've spent so long planning this 100th episode and thinking about it that now I've reached it, it almost feels a little bit like an anticlimax. Maybe rather self-indulgent too. So today's going to be a brief episode. I'm going to try and capture my thoughts and reflections as I reach what feels for me like quite a momentous milestone. And also feed in some of your thoughts and how I interact with all of you. So I hope you will indulge me this week. I thought I'd start by looking back at the blog I wrote back in March 2020 when I was getting started. I wrote a short blog about why I was starting a podcast. What I wrote was about how I was enjoying my creative side. That Working with Jill Phillips on women's experience of maternity care since 2014 had unleashed a creative bit of me. The bit that enjoyed writing, enjoyed exploring. And what I wrote is, alongside my day job, these creative outlets re-energise me, develop me and feed back into my day-to-day working. And that is certainly true of my podcast. One of the reasons I'm still here 100 episodes on is because I really enjoy it. I find it like the most unbelievable personal development programme. I'll look at a topic. I'll reread the evidence and the guidance. I'll reflect and think about my own practice and also what's happening around me at the hospital or in the NHS more broadly. But it's also helped me diversify, build connections, listen to new things such as the Midwife's Cauldron podcast but also connect with interesting people who have written other articles such as Swati Jar, who I recorded with last week. So it's opened my mind, it's made me think and when I'm going about my day-to-day work or thinking about topics 
Sometimes I'll think, oh, I need to do a podcast episode on that. Or someone will ask me a question and I'll think, I haven't thought about that topic in that way. Maybe I need to explore it. So as I ponder a bit the 100 episodes and how can I possibly have more to say, I think quite a lot of my podcast is quite self-indulgent. I explore a topic and then I record my thoughts on it. But in some ways that's given me an immense repository now of information, information I can share with the medical students I come across, the midwifery students, the midwifery support workers who are perhaps hoping to go into midwifery in the future. It can also help me in my interactions with women and families. I know some of the midwives I work with, when they're getting a woman to come and see me, will suggest that they listen to the relevant podcast episode. And sometimes that's helpful. We're starting in a familiar place. My voice may be familiar. The way I think about things may be familiar. And hopefully that starts our conversation on a nice, relaxed footing. And hopefully some of the links that I've given help a woman read up and provide her with information. I love the fact that I'm taking midwives, students, pregnant women and families, other people interested in what NHS working is like, along with me. Are there downsides to my podcast? Well, potentially, yes. I've had midwives tell me that sometimes women coming to see me now feel slightly starstruck, and I'm not sure if that's a good thing. I don't want to seem unreachable, unapproachable. I want to seem human, someone they can talk to, someone they can open up to. So I don't want the fact that I'm recording a podcast to kind of get in the way. In other ways, I'm conscious I'm laying myself out there. I'm making myself vulnerable. My voice is quite honest And as I ponder and share my innermost feelings, am I making myself vulnerable to attack? This is true of some episodes more than others. And I'm currently pondering and thinking through how to record an episode on the Ockenden review and report. And one of the reasons it's taking me time is, let's face it, it's a huge report But the other thing is, I'm conscious that anything I say, I've got to be careful. I'm laying myself open. It could easily be picked up, misinterpreted and thrown back at me. So there is something about being publicly out there as the podcast that makes me sometimes a little bit anxious. But it's just not me to hide behind things and not be open, honest, frank. So that's just the way I am. In the run-up to recording this episode, I asked for some comments, some reviews, some feedback, and some of you obliged. My good friend Jill 
sent me an audio clip. I don't think anyone else was brave enough to do so. But I'm very grateful to her. She urges me on. She's a great supportive friend. And I'm delighted that my podcast has jump-started her own podcast, Wildcard Who's Shoes. So I'm going to include her clip here. Congratulations, Flo, on your 100th episode. That is an extraordinary achievement. I've listened to just about every episode and I've enjoyed them all for different reasons, really. They're informative, honest and entertaining. I recommend the OBSPOL regularly to people in our MATEX maternity experience community, particularly students, as there's just so much learning. But equally, I think they give everyone who's interested in all things maternity, such as myself, real insight into how things work behind the scenes in busy maternity units. And to be honest, I'm all the more in awe of the responsibility and the skills and knowledge that you have as an obstetrician and fascinated at your stories of how it's all grown and changed over the years. So without overthinking, which would be easy with 100 episodes, what are my favourite episodes? Okay, so merry-go-round has to be right up there. The analogy of older monkeys sitting in the trees, throwing poo at the younger, upstart, challenging monkeys. If you don't know what I'm on about, then listen to episode 58. It was lovely that you included my daughter Jenny's poem, The Too Big Not Growing Baby, in, you've guessed it, not surprisingly, the episode called Big Baby, episode 29. And again, I think use of poetry, we've done a lot of that together. So brilliant to bring one or two of your poems into the OBS pub. Perhaps there's scope to do some more of that. I'm hoping that poem has been influential in terms of making people think about provoking lots of anxiety, the danger of an over-medicalised approach, whereas probably in that case it just needed someone to be a bit more careful with the tape measure or where they quickly put the cross on the squared paper to indicate the exact measurement of the baby. The interface, perhaps, of traditional paper systems, human factors and the latest technology. None of this stuff is easy, but hearing women's experiences always makes us think in a really different way. And of course, other favourites, so Magic Mates, episode 67, and our Christmas special, episode 85, the two episodes that we've recorded together. Such fun. So any excuse to share that from our Metex Pooh Shoes musical extravaganza on the main stage of NHS Expo. It's been really great to find this new podcast channel to share our Metex stories and adventures and also to link up with other fabulous podcasts such as The Midwife's Cauldron in Australia. So as you can imagine, I love the zesty bits. They're so in tune with the action-focused approach that you've always brought to our Who's Shoes work. Not just encouraging people to make pledges, but nurturing them and helping them bring them to fruition 
such as your lovely colleague Belle with her fabulous graffiti feedback boards, which go back to our very first Matex workshop at Kingston Hospital. The zesty bits to me are the same thing, helping people take action. And of course, in terms of influence and what the OBSPOD has made me do, well, of course, I've started my own podcast series. I never saw that coming until long after you set up the OBSPOD, but when I was named as an HSJ wildcard, it just seemed such a natural thing to do, as I'd seen how much you were enjoying making your podcast and what a fantastic new creative outlet it was providing. And like you, I'm loving it. It'll make you laugh, I think. Mr. Hooshies is always surprised that you can think of so many topics to talk about. But I'm not, as there are just so many different interesting aspects to explore. I'm sure the next 100 episodes will come along equally naturally, and I look forward to listening to them. So my zesty bit, listen to the OBS pod. It's awesome. Many thanks to Jill for that really lovely contribution. I'm going to name check a few people who have sent me some really lovely supportive messages in the run up to this episode. There's Pauline who runs the wonderful Born Too Soon charity at Kingston Hospital for our neonatal unit. She sent me a lovely message. Thank you, Pauline. She's listened to each and every one of my episodes and I've had the privilege of looking after some of her family this year. I've had a lovely message from Caroline. Caroline's a student midwife, describing herself as an avid listener and suggesting I look at the Ockenden report. Absolutely, Caroline. In progress. I've had a message from Jordanka, listening all the way down under in a rural maternity unit in Australia. And she's asked me to look and think about birth psychology, which is definitely something I'm interested in exploring. So thank you, Jordanka. I had a message from Monica. Monica suggested, I think about tying in with the International Day of the Midwife this year's theme being 100 years of progress, collaboration and the MDT working, and how far it's come. Someone else also suggested that topic, but I'm sorry, I seem to have lost your name. One of the things I've enjoyed about my podcast is the fact that people are listening all over the world. I can tell you at this point in time, I've had, since I started, a grand total of nearly 55,000 downloads, which I find simply extraordinary. But when I click on the locations, it's even more thrilling. 77% of my downloads are in Europe, it's true but I've got over 2,000 downloads in North America, 20 downloads in South America, 142 downloads in Africa, over 9,000 downloads in Australia and New Zealand and 
350 in Asia. So I've got downloads on every continent. And that gives me a great sense of pride. It's true, the numbers in South America, Africa and Asia are very low. But the idea that what I'm saying might appeal to people interested in maternity care across the globe is just wonderful. The other thing to think about is my most popular episodes. And that's always a little bit tricky because some episodes have obviously been out significantly longer than the others. Episode 10, Home Birth, remains my most popular episode, followed by episode 29, Big Baby, episode 1, Beginnings, episode 73, Diabetes in Pregnancy, and episode 84, Preeclampsia. I can't really seem to predict which episodes are more popular or interesting. Sometimes I think it's the clinical ones, but then sometimes something totally different, like my conversation reflecting on the film Birth Time, seems to just take off. I put out a little poll on Twitter to think about future episodes, to ask what people preferred. Did people prefer clinical topics or do they prefer other things? And actually, it was very split. So I think I'm going to continue in my slightly random what I feel like that week. Clinical topics did score higher, 60%, than anything else. But actually, other things scored pretty equally. Most people seem to find the podcast helpful, with 74% saying it had helped their interest, 13% saying it had helped them study, and 13% saying it had helped them explore their birth choices. I can tell from my little quiz that about half my audience are maternity staff, with the others being students, pregnant people or other interested people. So that's quite a good variety. And then I thought I'd ask, because there's a lot of birth-related podcasts out there, do people really feel that the OBSPOD brings them the obstetric perspective as opposed to other birth-related podcasts. And I was really pleased to see yes a lot, 65%, yes a bit, 30%. Because I think for me, that's my USP. I'm an obstetrician. And much as I love midwifery, I'm different to a midwife. And that's what I want to try and help people understand that there is a difference and that difference is important because 
Just as diversity is important in other aspects of life, diversity is important in the team. We as obstetricians bring something different to the maternity team, something different to the pregnancy care. And that needs understanding and appreciating, but also not overusing, not becoming too loud a voice to the detraction of others. So thank you to those of you that answered my Twitter poll. Am I going to keep going? Do I really have more to say? Well, it seems astonishing, but yes, I have. I keep a bit of a list. I jot things down when topics and I come back to them. Sometimes at a much later point and sometimes I record off the bat. So yes, I'm going to keep going. Similar ideas, clinical topics, my life in the NHS and the occasional conversation when I meet someone interesting that I think has something I really want to capture. I don't want to do too many conversations because whilst I enjoy them and in some ways they're easier to record than a monologue, I feel, again, my podcast is about me and my views and my experiences of maternity care rather than lots of conversations. And I feel there's lots of birth podcasts that are conversations. So whilst they're enjoyable, I'm going to stick to what I think and just have the conversations when and if they pop up. I think the spontaneity is one of the things I love about my podcast. Sometimes I try and record something that fits in with a theme or an event of a week, but sometimes it's just off the top of my head. And I think that's how I like it. I like to keep the conversation flowing, as it were. So to end this episode, I just want to thank you, really. Thank you for coming with me on this podcasting journey. Thank you for being there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making me feel it's worthwhile. I'm really pleased to say that I've got five stars on Apple Podcasts. It makes me proud. And thank you for your lovely reviews. I really enjoy reading them. I really enjoy feeling I make a difference, even if it's only to one person. So, to end, big thank you. Please keep reviewing me, rating me on whichever podcast platform you find me and keep recommending me to your friends, family, colleagues and anyone else who you think might find my podcast enjoyable listening. Here's to the next hundred. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of The Obs Pod. Feel free to contact me on Twitter at FWMaternity or at The Obs Pod to ask me questions, give me topics for future episodes or let me know what you think. It's absolutely fantastic when you get in touch. I really enjoy reading your comments. 
as usual, I've tried to include in the programme notes some extra reading about this particular topic, both for professionals working in maternity care and for pregnant women using services. I'd like to reassure you that although I'm talking about my experiences working in maternity care, I take confidentiality very seriously and do not give any personal information about any of my patients. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd love you to recommend the OBSPOD to friends or colleagues. And please do leave me a review on whichever podcast directory you find my episodes. Many thanks for listening.